Moving to oneness. Nourishing curiosity. Embracing differences. Becoming one. It's a beautiful fall day outside here in Germany. The clouds have a lot of breaks in them where the sun can peek over and over out and highlight the beautiful fall colors of the trees, the shrubs, the grasses, and the flowers. And I find it so fascinating that in the fall everything shows its true color, composition, right? And it is a beautiful tapestry. And if you're in the southern hemisphere, it's the opposite. It's these a wide array of greens and sparkling colors that are fresh. Where here the colors are earthy, most of them, except maybe some of the bright colors, but then they have more tones of purples and blues and oranges, right? I like the vegetables here. So welcome everyone to the Moving to Oneness podcast. I'm Mylene. And, you know, I have to look outside and I think it's such a magical thing anyway that colors change throughout the year on the same plant. Also that we see colors on plants and anything else, depending on our mood, on your mood, on my mood, right? We're more aware. And if you look outside, or I, as I'm looking outside, I should say, I see a lot of red tones. And even red color, we all see different. Yeah, our eyes take it different into consideration. But why is red so important? Yes, it, I have a rose. I'm looking at a wild rose and it has these red berries. Ooh, I forgot what the name is in English. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a podcast, everyone, today. But that's life. You know, all of you, I did study landscape architecture and we had to memorize all plants, all parts of a plant. But wow, that was almost 30 years ago. And uh, as I live in Germany now, the last 15 years, I don't need to use it so often. But my eyes are still honed to details, honed on changes in nature. And yours too. It's all part of our existence as humans. So take a look outside and see what are you attracted to. Are you also attracted to red colors? What fall colors or leaf colors do you notice now outside? Or oranges or yellow tones? So these red, whatever they're called now, berries, but they're not berries because you don't 
eat them. I know some of the birds I've been observing do eat them and you can cut them apart and lay them out in the sun to dry and they provide a lot of vitamin C so you can make teas out of it and there are a lot of homopathic or ancient creams people have used them and to provide support to get through the winter. So what is in your region? What plant material do you have to support you, right? And there are also these purple berries on some plants now that when you pick them, you just need one to taste them and they will provide you with a lot of nutrients. So this is so interesting. If we use the plant material for nutrition, for medication or a supplementation, then we don't need a lot. And if we're very in tune in to what exists around us, what is provided to the region where you live. And if you're in tune to your body, when is your body hungry for what? What does it desire? I remember I read this fascinating book. Oh, it was about... Uh, from a Russian man speaking about Anastasia in Russia. Some of you may have read them. They came out in the English language. They were translated by a Canadian in 2004, 3, 4, somewhere around there. It's a whole series. And in that book, it was explained when you go outside into your garden, if you create a garden or your surrounding somewhere in nature, you pick here and there a berry that attracts you. And that's already sufficient for what you need because you're attracted to those plants, fruits, herbs, right? Also here I learned from a fascinating doctor. He came from the US and lives here in southern Germany. He teaches about nutrition and healing your body with wild plants writes herbs and that you can go for a stroll and pick a leaf here from the ground or there from a plant and eat it and you don't need a lot and even there you know because it's just freshly picked from the plant first of all you go into communication and you have an exchange of wisdom because you pick it with your hand right and it's flushed out with minerals and energy and you just need a little bit of that and uh, you support your body in whatever mineral or vitamin it needs. So if you do, do live in an area where there is nature around, where you can pick green leaves, then read maybe a little bit about it and or try it out, right? In the spring you have dandelion, and some other plants, right? You can just pick a leaf and eat it. If you're into vegan nutrition to feed your body, you can use a lot of those herbs and it provides so much power to you. And that's the thing in our stores. If you don't go maybe to a farmer's market or something where they've picked it in the morning, it has lost already so much energy and there's not so much in it and often like even lettuces they were provided with the gas so 
see where you can find little markets, farmers in your area or what grows maybe in your garden. And that's why I say sometimes to let your lawn grow a little bit. Don't cut it too short and you can eat some of those flowers that grow in your lawn and let those what we called weeds grow out a little bit and feed you. Yeah, really, I invite you to go and study some books or some old materials that people in your area maybe have written a hundred years ago because there's so much wisdom in it and find it out. Luckily, there people now trying to save the wisdom of our nutrition, even though it may be practical to just take a pill once in a while so we don't have to cook. But if we can roam the world as we did once, right, as a human species, you wouldn't have to prepare a whole meal because you would be walking and you find a berry here, two or three, you find a leaf there and you put it in your mouth and that's enough energy to move on. Yeah, so this is a little inspiration, maybe a little prep talk to see what can you eat that you have not known before and see the truth in it and how it reacts to you and your body. So you become more keen now to what is being shown to you when you go for walks or you go on a run. Yeah, once in a while, just stop and see what even the evergreens have for you, right? Or the cedars or the cactus, uh, if you're more in the sandy areas. I don't know so much about those landscapes. But I bet there are also a lot of nuggets that you can bring out. Maybe even areas where it's much colder. You eat a less plant material, more animal nutrition. But there, right, you eat all of it, the whole animal. So, yeah, maybe by looking and pulling in, again, information, how we've treated our nature in respect of how we put it into our body and how do we look at it do with respect and too often every other plant was deemed with no respect and deemed worthless and this is luckily disappearing but also what is disappearing that we have been deemed animals worthless we've deemed people worthless and I believe that is changing and it's getting better and better as we learn more about ourselves, but we become more interested about anything else and how vast the knowledge of animals are, right? And expand out and see what you can do. I had just a beautiful conversation with a friend about dogs can track a person, how they can find them right in in the woods or if they're under avalanche or whatever and or in a city if someone got lost for days they can feel that scent or even it has been burned so they go with those particles that flying around in this air or come out and I believe maybe not in that extreme sense but we also can hone again our smell our scent our nose. So maybe now when you're outside, take a whiff of uh, the sense of an evergreen that maybe you've 
broken a leaf off or a needle. Uh, when Before you put a berry into your mouth or any foods, take them in your hand. Maybe eat less for a while with fork and knife and use your hands more to lead a, a fruit. Even what you've cooked, maybe that's an invitation to taste different. How it touches your lips, how it touches your tongue how it smells before, right? Sometimes I have to observe some great cooks, uh, chefs. They almost lean into the plate as they cook. And everything they use to cook, they smell first. They want all of those dimensions. So do that maybe a little bit more at home. That will hone how aware you are of scents. Of food, there's this a multi-level interaction of taste, of smell, of touch, of the visual, right? So I invite you to emerge a little bit more into that. Also, you know, we say fall color, the leaves are gonna fall off the trees, right? But even take those in a hand that you maybe pick up and and feel what kind of texture do they really have when it's with less water and maybe it's the same leaf a few days later and and see what happens so it's this interaction then you also understand what's happening within you with the water or what kind of new structures arise arrive when water disappears evaporates or goes into sinks into the ground yeah play with nature it's so fascinating it's so vast it has these beautiful forms it has these beautiful textures and i thought you know in landscape architecture remember as a student we talked about texture but it was really just the size and the lushness of of a leaf yeah of a shrub or of a tree in in juxtaposition to another plant you wanted to create something interesting right so you played with different kinds of textures because then they balance each other and your eyes move right we want movement balance like in our true nature in our cosmos this drive from within that we have as humans to have this balance and this harmonic to everything existing, this harmony with everything existing. Where nature does it so beautiful, and the animal kingdom does it so beautiful, and is now our time to find the way to move back into that and to raise our vibration so we become aware. Just, you, you I have to speak about this uh, a second. Was it three shows ago? I had Nate, right, and he spoke about the white dove, the martial arts. And I've done now a few of his exercises. And I remember already the first one after the first 10-minute meditation and a movement and breathing exercise, I went outside of my porch, on my, to my porch, and I stood there between two plants. And I noticed my whole body has been taller feeling wider and broader and the plants next to me they were shorter now physically they weren't shorter but I had expanded into this extreme state and then I looked around and I have a hedge and I was able to look on top of that hedge but the hedge 
is about a foot and a half, 40 centimeters taller than me. Normally, I, I have to step on a bench <laughs> where I sit on, yeah, on my porch to look on top of that. And I thought, wow. So he had been speaking, Nate, right? That when we decide and make the decision to move into our vastness, into our grandness, then we can experience ourselves in a different relationship with nature. But that is really the true nature that we have forgotten because we've shrunk become so dense. Uh, the same experience I had in April when I came back from shamanic week, I also went outside and I had been, that was even more extreme, but okay, I had been that doing ceremonies a few hours a day for a, five days in a row, right? So, but when I was standing there and that was the first time, I was a, really shocked. I said, am I dreaming? Because I was really tall and I was higher than that hedge and I could look in down into that hedge. So you may be thinking, my Miley is crazy. I thought in that moment I'm crazy. And so I'm going back uh, end of October to my shamanic group. I'm going to speak with Chief Dancing Sander. We're being brought now more and more into a true state where we experience how we really connect with nature and how we can play and uh, perceive nature in a new way. So I'll keep you posted and also Nate's work. I'm going to delve more into that. It, I don't know, it is maybe because now I'm a certain... A level sounds awkward. I had certain experiences or enough certain experiences and the desire to be really in tune with the surrounding with me. But if that goes so fast, or it's also also the time now, right, for us more and more to experience that because a lot more and more density is being dissolved. So our planet is not as dense as five years ago, not as dense as 20, 50 or 100 years ago, right? So even there is changing. The energies are flowing much freer. So we can also, I can and you can feel freer in exploring now these phenomena, which are not phenomena because again it goes back <laughs> to our natural state. Wow. This is really, it's a fascinating topic. Yeah, really, by observing nature and the surrounding us, and but we have to go outside. So it's, this is the interesting part. I did not notice anything inside of the living room. I had to step outside. And this is an invitation for you. See what happens with you, how you react, how you feel, uh, what kinds of thoughts you have. If you're in your house, you observe yourself, you become aware how you feel, what you sense, what you think, and then step through the door, outside through the door. It doesn't matter if you're now on your porch or the front door or you walked out of the garage, out of a hut. Yeah, just notice the difference. Is it maybe also because I'm here in a square house, right? Many of our homes are square they shouldn't even have square corners. It could be more 
like build like a huge star more in a circle right this comes too there's this cut off and we sealed off and yeah there are many things i'm gonna explore those things that's the the architect <laughs> within me right this finding new solutions and where does it come from but that's my lean i always wanted to know since i'm a little girl not that just that energy flows and that it can do healing how can i make it flow how can i direct it right this is important this is then an understanding of how to move with it it's that brings also a different understanding to myself this is really it <laughs> and that's what my desire is to bring out into the world the invitation for you to open up open to, up to what is true around you what is true for yourself so ask your questions and ask them over and over and even if you got an answer do you say is the whole sentence true is this all of the truth is there more and you get closer to your core of what you're interested in and even if you touch i was just thinking if you stand outside and you touch a leaf maybe a green one right from an evergreen shrub and start what ask what is the truth uh, in this moment or what's the wisdom you provide for me what is the wisdom i provide for you because there's always an exchange you're as important as a plant yeah, and then maybe touch a, a colorful uh, leaf that's still hanging on a tree and do the same or do that with a berry and see how it makes you feel. And for those of you who have children, right, this is something children pick up really quickly. There was a, we watched something in television yesterday with my son and it was about exploring, thinking, taking aware of uh, how blindly you can have an image and solve magical square, it was called, right? And you have to put those numbers in and calculate. But you have to envision it. And then this morning, I, we had, the conversation came up when we spoke about that magical square again. I remember when... I studied with the Koreans, right? They taught their children. They, the Russians do that too with some of their children. They blindfold them and they let them look, for example, at an envelope and feel what color is in there or what. They let them read newspaper blindfolded. They let children take a look at something and then little later ask the children to recount what they've seen and that is not done often enough i think there's not this playful way with our children where they can explore how smart not smart but what they can all do and in the schools they're so limited they have to memorize so much but we can take in so much visually that the visual and even that we can just take things aware that are surrounding us when we have our eyes closed. So even there with your children, let them feel what is around them or let them memorize what's around them. Just say, close your eyes and then ask them what's next to them, above them, below them. 
it's fun and it it builds a com- it's builds a stronger relationship and even also stronger communication up with you and your child and why not with adults we can go out with our friends instead of always drinking coffee or tea together or eating together if we go on a walk to stop and and do these kinds of games that would be fun i should do it with some people here in the near future as well see when we talk about things things come out if we open up open up our mind our intuition our body and connect to everything existing one day i'm going to do a podcast outside i really could do that in the that's another idea <laughs> so for you that are on the southern hemisphere and you have spring you can do exactly the same thing right it's now all in this lushness of these light greens and explore what a leaf feels like that is just getting its full color of green or filling up with chlorophyll and maybe an evergreen plant that has just been there all winter what stories do they have for you what wisdom do they have for you and again the true color goes back to you what is your true color are you showing now in the fall all of who you are are you wearing the colors you love that fit your skin are you wearing the hair color that is yours yeah because even hair color changes over time of your life right when you're young it has a different color than when you're middle age and then when you get a little older it changes again because also your skin tone changes so do you also change the colors of what you love to wear so this is interesting and then what are the true colors you love to see in your home so every color i believe that is in your home should be your medicine same with your clothes it's like your second skin yeah so color is even what you bake yeah what colors do you use what materials or in your foods and your dishes now here in the fall right we have the fungi we have those berries and maybe you make a salad out of it and some vegetables you the pumpkins right the colors of the pumpkin and squashes here now soon we have all the the cabbages the foods from this region so eat them a little bit now in the fall and celebrate this changing changing times and we all know there's also a lot of changing on this planet and invite by you honing in and understanding yourself you understand our beautiful nature outside more and then how we treat nature the animal kingdom other people is reflected how you see yourself you see all your facets you see all of your colors you, all of your gifts and talents and how you see them of the others and also notice when they're not showing their true color 
maybe they're not able and maybe reach out and support them so they can be who they are and invite them to do that or be there and hold the space for those that want to explore it. So there's a song for you to see the coloring of the world, coloring of yourself, the coloring of the food, coloring of the planet, the coloring of the skies. Blind and yellow, beyond all listening, tuning in, listening to my thoughts. I hope it was a little inspirational for you. And uh, I will speak to you soon again. Be yourself. See the colors of others. See colors of the world. And let's see what the next episode brings. Best to you. I'm Mylene Elke, your host of the Moving to Wellness podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you.